Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Corey Insurance, Dakota Beverage, Billion Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, Houston Speedway, the South Dakota Golf Association, and Corey and the Fireflies. And welcome back to Calling All Sports. Uh, Corey, and, uh, Corey Van Sickle will be featured in the book. I just got a text. Are the Heg brothers in there? I'm working on, on getting John and Jeremy in the book. I've got Hank Harris from Red Willow Band and from uh, Hank Harris uh, and, and so many others. I, I too numerous to mention, but all sorts of different, you know, because if this goes well, I got to leave some musicians out of it so I can, you know, do another one. So anyway, uh, that's that's what's going on. I'll keep you posted. Hey, we've tried a few times, but life has gotten in the way. My buddy Jay Elson from Midco Sportsnet joins us. Jay, how are you? Doing well, Mike. Thanks Good. for having me. Oh, absolutely. I'm so glad this worked out. First of all, the important stuff, because I'm guessing with the age of your girls, you are running in different directions constantly. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, life comes at you quick, and uh, it, it certainly has at the Elson House <laughs> over the course of the last couple of months. It's one in high school now, and and uh, <clears throat> played her first season of high school soccer, and so that was fun to get to be a. It was the first time you know I've lived in Sioux Falls since 2005, or Sioux Falls or Harrisburg since 2005, and it's the first time you know I've been going to games without a work reason, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and so that was kind of a new perspective for me. Um, but uh, had a blast just uh, just being a dad, and got into a little coaching with that, and, and so that was that was fun for me as well. Uh, just to be around a little bit more. And um, the other one is heavy into both soccer and gymnastics. And then my youngest is kindergartner now, and, and wow. she's getting her first taste of uh, the life of, a, of an athlete as a, you know, as a U5, U6 soccer player. So, uh, yeah, yeah, a lot of stuff going on simultaneously. High school season being over for us now uh, certainly lightens it just a touch, but there's uh, more than enough to keep us busy just at home. I mean, that doesn't you know, count the work stuff. So, right. Yeah. Oh, by the it's way. Been, it's been an adventure, yeah. Jay Elson joins us. So, Jay, now that you are in that new role, because I know you've, you've you know been a fan, but it's a different deal at the high school level. What type of fan are you? <laughs> uh, ooh, boy, if you could ask my wife that question. <laughs> um, so I tell you what, I mean, it, it did change about halfway a year when I, when I kind of got into, you know, the coaching aspect of it a little bit more. And, and right. so then I, then I had a little bit more hands-on involvement, but for the first, first few weeks, um, this was really the first extended time, um, that I had ever just been a fan and cause I'd coached my daughter since she was five. And, right. And, uh, so this is the first time I had to, you know, other than the spring middle school season, uh, which was only four games, um, had to sit there and just and watch someone else coach, and uh, I, I'm definitely the type that uh, I get I get real nervous, and uh, I don't want to be a you know uh, you know an obnoxious fan by any stretch. So um, a lot of times I'll get up and go stand by myself <laughs> <laughs> just to, just so a so I don't have to listen to other people's commentary that may or may not be accurate, and uh, also so that I just I can just kind of be alone with my thoughts. And, uh, so yeah, no, I mean, I just, uh, you and and I, you and I would be perfect together, Jay. I do the exact (laughs) same thing. Yeah. I just, uh, sometimes just being, being alone is, is better. So, and there's not a lot of sitting involved 
when I'm watching one of my kids. That's for sure. That's all right. A little nervous energy is a good thing, and and <laughs> walking around burns that off. And then, yeah, and and believe me, you know, and we're we're gonna go to basketball here. That way, you don't have to hear as many over the backs call. You know, and, or, yeah, yeah. What, right. Uh, Whatever the rule is that they don't understand that yeah. they still continue to harp on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Soccer would be offside. Right. Um, generally. Um, and just anything that involves body contact is most of the time, um, the casual fan thinks it's a foul and it's not. And, you know, that, that's the kind of stuff you kind of have to bite your tongue about and just be like, <laughs> I can't hear it. <laughs> and, uh, just watch. Just watch. Just Better watch. Watch and enjoy and savor. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I'm, exactly. uh, I'm with you. Uh, Jay Elson joins us here on Calling All Sports. Uh, Jay, USD with the huge win two weeks ago that people are still talking about, but they accentuated that with their win this past Saturday because if they don't pick up that victory, the victory beforehand didn't mean a thing. So has this team, do you think, taken that legitimate step forward? Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I thought they had a chance to be pretty good coming into the year, and I think a lot of people were, were being pretty hard on them um, after the year they had last year. You know, I mean, you come off a playoff year, and there there's automatic extra expectations that come with that. And then, you know, the, the snowball kind of got away from them pretty early last year. But the, the thing that, you know, I don't know that how many people really considered the schedule that they had to play. And oh. I understand everything in the Valley plays a tough one, but, but very few people play three teams ranked in the top three in the country in the first five weeks of the season, <laughs> plus an FBS game against a team that went on to win the Big 12 championship. So, um, you know, I mean, that schedule had a lot to do with what went wrong last year. And, you know, I mean, when you get beat down like that, it, you know, confidence gets shaken and physically you get beaten up. And both of those things were certainly, you know, part of the cause last year. Now that doesn't excuse the execution at times and anything like that. But I, looking at side by side the, the schedule they were going to come play this year versus what they did last year, it's like, well, they're they're going to be better in the win column. I mean, it is right. It's going to happen, and there is talent there. There's athleticism there at a different level than it's been. Uh, there's more depth there. Um, I think this coaching staff's done a good job of, of continuing to add that and finding guys who are capable of, you know, cause I think that's where the separation has always been between a South Dakota state and North Dakota state and everybody else in the Valley is their depth on the offensive defensive line. I mean, that's where these games are won. And when you can rotate guys through there, um, especially on the defensive side, if you're going, you know, eight, nine guys deep. Right. And other teams have three or four, and that's really all they have, which is the situation USC was in. You're, you're going to be in trouble because the Valley's such a physical league. You're going to get beaten up and, and worn down. Injuries are going to happen. And so you, if you have that next man up guy who's, who's actually capable of not just being the guy that stands in and plays, but playing at a high level where the gap between one and two is not a significant one or not as nearly as significant as it is at teams that struggle, um, then I think they're going to be in, in pretty decent shape. And so I thought coming into the year, they, you know, they had a chance to, to right the ship um, considerably. And, and uh, so from that aspect, I, you know, I, I fully expected them to be two and one going into the league and that's exactly where they were. I, you know, I don't know if I, 
the St. Thomas being 24 to nothing, I probably would have guessed they'd have won that game by 40. Right. And it just didn't happen. But you have a brand new offense with a new coordinator, all kinds of different things that are going on. It's going to take time to get up to speed. And then I thought we saw against Lamar, I thought that they got a little bit better. And, and so they go into the, the uh, Valley opener with, you know, some things definitely trending in the right direction. But then you open league play on the road against one of the top two teams in the country um, for the second year in a row, they've had to open against North Coast State, and it's that much more difficult than it would already be if you're doing it at their place. And you know, USD had only won there twice since 1978, the last being in 2015, and it's just not a building where traditionally there's been a lot of success, or, or a city for that matter, where there's been a lot of success with this program. And so I, I did go up when we went up there. I I thought fully that they they could be competitive in that game, right? And uh, and, and I thought. It's not completely out of the question that they win the game, but I don't. I don't know that realistically that was my expectation. But in watching it unfold, it was like this isn't a fluke. Right? Like they're they're just outplaying them in every aspect of the game, and it started immediately. It wasn't a changeover. In 2015, they were down 14 nothing after the first quarter. They didn't play well at all, and then something flipped, and, and they took control of the game, and and they got it figured out. Credit to that you know, staff and those players for making the necessary in-game adjustments. This was a 60-minute win for USC. It was the most complete game that they'd played of the season in probably quite some time, to be frank, um, against a really good football team on the road, and that's what they, you know, kind of how you set your tone for your Valley season. But you're 100% right. If you come back home and then Murray State comes to town on, on your homecoming and, <laughs> and beats you, well, that thing doesn't mean a whole lot anymore, <laughs> right? <laughs> And, uh, you know, so to come back out and start with three straight touchdown drives, you know, against Murray, uh, just like they had done the week, the week before in Fargo, I think, you know, set a very positive tone for that day. They had a little bit of a lull in the third quarter, but they came alive in the fourth and, and really did a good job putting that thing away. So I would say they played about 45 really good minutes in that game. And, and then, uh, 15 minutes that weren't so great, but at the same time, it was more than enough right. to get the win. More than enough to yeah. get the win. And you're not going to play perfect 60 minutes every week. Even a team like South Dakota State, as good as they are, you know, they have their, their moments where they lapse a little bit, and then they get back into – that's what good teams recover. You know, when you do have a down period or a couple of series that don't go your way, good teams figure it out and they get back on track, and that's what USD did against Murray. And now they're two and zero in the valley with a chance to, uh, you know, host a top twenty-five matchup. I mean, four weeks ago, could you have ever imagined that they'd be talking about hosting a top twenty-five matchup in week six of the season against Youngstown State? I don't think many people would have predicted that, but that's where they're at, and they've they've earned it. And and Bob Nielsen says it over and over and over again. I mean, it even admitted to me. Yeah, I know it sounds like a broken record. But we are getting better every week. and it, I mean, that's the key, right? Yep. Want to get a little bit better, even if it's marginal. Every week they've done that, and that's why they're 4-1. Jay Elson joins us here from Mitco Sports Network. Yeah, I was listening to, uh, listening to Thayer on the, on the game, and, and back to your point, too, about the lines. I think he mentioned the fact that last week, there were nine defensive linemen that played for USD. I think that was the number. And and that's just unheard of in the past. We have not seen that before. No, and it's, you know, I mean, and, and it's not just, again, it's not just guys. 
in right, their role. Right. They've done that in the past. And yeah, it hasn't yeah. gone well. These are these are high quality athletes, and they're getting more. They're getting some really talented young guys. You know, which both is a great thing and also makes you nervous because when they're really good <laughs> at a young age, you just don't know anymore right. how long they're going to be around. But at the same time, um, you know, they've done a great job developing some of those young guys, um, and and you know, some of the older guys have really taken you know, a nice step forward. I think Blake Holden, um, get out of Watertown has, has had a tremendous last couple of seasons. He, he really broke out last year at three sacks as a, well, I guess I can't even remember what year he was last year anymore. Cause they're all blending together anymore. I think he's a so, um, but he came on the scene and now, now he's a leader on that defense and, and he's a guy they look to, to help lead them. And, and a guy that's out there all the time and, and really, you know, he's a tough kid. Um, you know, he's been able to stay healthy for the most part, and he's been available. Uh, Nick Gaze has had a lot of injury issues throughout his career, um, which has tempered what he might get to, um, at least temporarily. But um, we saw what kind of guy and what kind of a disruptor he can be a few weeks ago against St. Thomas when he had five tackles for loss and three sacks in a game. Brendan Webb, you know, moving to that rush linebacker spot was already – you know, pretty good at getting to the quarterback as a defensive end, but in this defense, if you're that rush linebacker, you're the guy that's attacking the quarterback all the time. You know, he's got four and a half sacks to his credit already. I mean, they, you know, they're uh, among scholarship teams right now, Mike. They're they're allowing the fewest points per game uh, in the country among scholarship teams at the FCS level. Wow, uh, just under thirteen and a half per game, and uh, the defensive line, the play of that defensive line. The depth of that defensive line has a huge part in that. Rob Snyder's done a great job in his first year as a defensive line coach, um, a guy that has some connections, played at LSU and has some connections uh, back to that program, and, and uh, really talented young coach, and uh, has done a great job, you know, furthering the development of that group that was already underway under Corey Brown last year, who left to take a job at Miami of Ohio, and, and uh, Rob has done a great job since he got here, taking them you know, another step further. And, uh, you know, they're, uh, they're a much more dangerous group, um, just about every week, even than they were the week before. So it's, that's a huge reason that they're having a lot of success now, right now. It's got, you know, that defense in particular on that defensive line. Jay Elson joins us from Mitco Sports Network. I'm Mike Henrickson filling in for Marco. A phrase that you used in there or a thought that you had there makes me want to switch gears because this week it was media day for basketball season already. That is going to look different every year. You were talking about the transfer portal. That, that media day is going to look different every year, isn't it, Jay? Yeah. I mean, it definitely is. I mean, the school I cover, I mean, South Dakota's men have nine new players, right? Nine of them. And a lot of them are portal guys. And, uh, the women's team added a couple of, of transfers that, you know, figure to be instant impact kids, um, uh, for them and, and certainly adding depth and, and improving the overall skill level of that team. So, but yeah, I mean, the, you know, Oral Roberts obviously had a special year. The top two players gone, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's, it's just it, you know, North Dakota has added a ton. Um, I, I think NDSU will, will be among the most. Uh, the highest level of returning guys, you know, they were really young a year ago, and I think most of those guys did come back, aside from Grant Nelson, which is obviously a huge loss for them. Right. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's that's par for the course anymore. And, uh, you know, I mean, you don't have to like it, but you better get used to it because <laughs> I don't think it's changing. <laughs> no, no, that, that 
door has opened and is not going to be shut. All right, Jay, so I, I just got a few minutes left. We don't have time to break down my Lions win over your Packers, but I will <laughs> say this. I don't remember that. <laughs> is Jordan Love the guy? Your thoughts on him in the in the early going? It's pretty early, but I will say I don't hate everything I've seen. I mean, I, I really do. I, I've, I've been convinced for a while that he's going to be a pretty good player. And now is he going to be the next Aaron Rodgers, Brett Favre? I, I keep saying that, but there's a lot of similarities between the way he started his career as the starter to what Aaron Rodgers has done as the starter. So, you know, we'll see. He's grown. He, he has yet to work with his entire first team offense. Right. Now that David Bakhtiari is out, his left tackle, um, for the year. I mean, he won't work with his entire first team offense the entire year, but even the weapons like Aaron Jones played against Chicago and really hasn't played much since then. Played a little bit against Detroit. Didn't play again Monday night against, uh, Las Vegas. So, um, you know, Christian Watson's been in and out of the lineup. Um, you know, the tight ends have, you know, kind of fluctuated here and there. So I, and it's just, you know, until we see that, I don't think it's real fair to gauge one way or another. I think he's made a lot of things happen despite all of those things. And, uh, I, I do, I am really excited, anxious to see what he can do when he does have all those pieces available. Cause the bottom line is they're all growing up together. Aaron Jones is yep. kind of the elder statesman on that offense now, but that, that receiver group, they've shown some playmaking ability now with Romeo Dobbs and, and Christian Watson and, and, uh, Jaden Reed and Dontavian Wicks has shown some playmaking ability as well. That's got a potential. And, and with them being so young and, you know, having a lot of club control over contracts and stuff, like they've got a chance to keep that group together and develop something pretty special, you know, while love is, is growing up. Now at the same time, you know, it's probably offered some challenges to him, um, when it's already been a difficult job, but I like, a lot of what I've seen in flashes. It just you know, certainly needs to be some more consistency there. It certainly needs to be some better decision making. But you know, the guy started six games in his career, right? You know, right. one one prior to this year and five this year. And so, um, you know, I think when when he's got all or most of his first team offense out there on a regular basis, then I think it's now okay. Now let's see what he can really do because. He's had to make the most of what's been available, and it's not been the same pieces available every week. So, you know, we'll see. I think, uh, you know, it's. Um, I, I think there's some positive early early returns. I certainly, I'm not ready to say he's going to be a Hall of Famer by any stretch. But I'm <laughs> right. Not ready to say there's no way this guy could be the quarterback of the future for this team because I think we've seen enough to say, hey, there's a chance he could be. Oh, yeah. Um, But I need more. It's not a good sample size yet. Right, and that's the thing. But what I have seen, I I put him in the top third of quarterbacks in the league, and frankly, that's the best you can really hope for at any point. You know, is just... just don't be honest. There's don't a lot of stink. people out there hoping that that he fails, not because it's Jordan Love, but but because of the Packers. And right, right. They're ready for them to be to go away and and not be relevant at the quarterback. <laughs> right. And I understand that. Trust me. I mean, I, I it's not lost on me how fortunate I've been as a fan of that team to have the last two quarterbacks <laughs> I've had and, and the situation that we've had. But it's uh, you know, at the same time, you know, I think if you if you look at it and, and really break it down, I think. Even if you don't like the Packers, if you hate them, you have to admit, he might be pretty kid, good. Kid can play. Yeah, no yeah. question. Well, Jay, it's always a pleasure. I appreciate it. 
keep up the great work, and we'll look forward to seeing you at a, at a stadium or a gymnasium here one of these days, all right? Yeah, sounds like a plan, Mike. Thanks. You bet. My pleasure. Jay Elson joining us here on Calling All Sports. Back to wrap up the week after this. Your joints are your connection points, and when they hurt, they stop you from moving freely. That's why at Sanford Health, our board-certified orthopedics and sports medicine experts are ready to help you safely restore your movement and relieve your pain with same-day joint replacement surgery options. These minimally invasive surgeries come with less risk and allow you to have a comfortable recovery at home. You don't need a referral to get started. Schedule a consultation today at SanfordHealth.org. For those who don't like to be still, for those with things to do and the drive to get them done, for those in search of a partner to help make it happen, there's a bank. A bank that listens, acts, and impacts all things right here. Dakota Bank. Go with experience. Go with teamwork. Go with integrity. For banking, insurance, mortgage, and trust, Dakota Bank. Here for you. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender, Insurance and Trust Services, not FDIC insured. Are you looking for a fun, rewarding place to work? At Arby's, they've had plenty of people make it into a fulfilling career, like Denise Hone, who started over 30 years ago. It's not just a job for me. It's a family environment where I've always enjoyed coming to work every day with a smile. There are great opportunities for advancement, and we would love for you to become part of our team. Find out more about working at your favorite Arby's. Apply now by texting Big Beef to 85000. I'm Jeff Gould, and when it comes to mattresses, there's no better choice than Comfort King, the original mattress factory of the Dakotas. That's right. Comfort King has been voted number one local best mattress for 14 years in a row, and they want to help you find comfy sleep. Sleep well, live well with Comfort King. Visit ComfortKing.net now and experience the comfort and quality you deserve. Comfort King, the original mattress factory of the Dakotas. Sweet dreams and better health await you. Buying a new truck for your farm or ranch is all about the bottom line. At Billion Fleet, Farm and Ram Commercial Business Link, we know that better than anyone. We have the experience, selection, and industry-exclusive pricing and incentives to help you with your bottom line. Plus, new Ram trucks have been named Motor Trend Truck of the Year for the third year in a row. To see if you qualify for fleet pricing on a new Ram, call 888-531-1013 or go to billionauto.com slash fleet. You hear me talking about great life every day for a reason. And it's not just because my son, Nick Ovenden, is the president. Actually, Dad, I honestly don't know if there's anybody who gets more out of their membership than you. And that's just with the golf you play. You spent half that time at the uh, fitness centers. What are you implying? <laughs> that I'd love to have you work out with me every morning at 6 a.m. I don't think so. How about waiting until I'm awake? Well, good thing most of our facilities are open 24 hours a day. And we've got a friendly, knowledgeable staff that will help you get started or even keep you on track if you need to be, Dad. Let's change the subject. When are you adding new golf courses? Well, we're always looking ahead for our members. So in addition to the courses that we have in the region, we also have great life courses in Kansas City, Topeka, and now Arizona. Now you're talking. Hey, hey can you help me hit it further too? Yep, any time of day. But as for straighter, I sure can't help with that. <laughs> I, I know that. <laughs> but our golf pro certainly or... can. <laughs> Give us a call or stop by any of our locations to see what we're all about. Or go to joingreatlife.com. Live, play, better at Great Life. Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Great Life Health and Fitness, Lewis Drug, 
Furniture Mart USA, and Fireplace Pros. And by Arby's, if you're on your way to the game or from the game tonight or this weekend, Arby's is on your way. And they're hiring. All right, so if you're in a community that has an Arby's or there's one nearby, I'll guarantee you that your local Arby's is hiring. And yes, a lot of places are, but I can actually recommend uh, Arby's because of the fact we know the ownership. The folks have, have, you know, been invested in this for a long time. They take good care of their people. And, you know, you're working at an Arby's for crying out loud. That's, that's never a bad thing. So stop by, see the folks at Arby's. They've got those fish hush puppies that are back on the menu. Those are really good, too. Hey, uh, just a reminder, thanks again so much for, for tuning in this week. Thanks to Mark for having me. Uh, a week from tomorrow, I will be at Halloween uh, in Centerville, which I guess just draws huge, huge crowds. I can't wait to, to get there. And as I say, I will be having... Uh, essentially, it's it's the same type of format as first-person legendary South Dakota sports stories. Uh, the same type of format, only this time I'm interviewing regional musicians. I've got uh, Doug Lund in there. I've got, it, it just it's been so much fun. Jeff Gunderson. So it's really been great. So follow me on social media, and I'll keep you posted on that. Have a safe weekend and enjoy. Thanks for listening to Calling All Sports. Today's show was brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Great Life Health and Fitness, Lewis Drug, Fireplace Pros, Sanford Health, Dakota Bank, Rosenbauer, Dakota Beverage, Vance Thompson Vision, Corey Insurance, The Diamond Room, Furniture Mart USA, Billion Chrysler, Jeep Dodge Ram, the South Dakota Golf Association, Houston Speedway, Comfort King, and Corey and the Fireflies. Thank <laughs> you.